Welcome to Symphony of Sound, where we're blending God's Word into the very rhythm of life. This is your hostess, Linda C. Shaw, creative vocal entrepreneur and poetic lyricist of Symphony of Sound, inviting you into this fifth Sunday, Stir Up the Gift Sunday, where we will use what God has deposited into us to lift up His name. My guest today will be Mr. Michael Jones. We will enjoy his ministry of the spoken word and song and celebrate as he is a new graduate from Colorado Christian University, ready to embark on being a disciple of Christ by lifting up his voice and sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Then. As promised, I will share a few excerpts from the book, When Faith Has Been Exhausted by Mr. David Watkins. The audiobook will be available in May. I don't have the exact date, but I will give you an update and let you know exactly when you can purchase the audiobook. The print book is currently available on Amazon.com. I will conclude with one of my all-time favorites. Who is this Jesus? I pray that as you spend this time with us, as we share the gifts of God, that your heart is overflowing, that you receive the truth of his word, and that you are blessed and are pulled into learning a little bit more about the good news of Jesus Christ and his ministry. Mr. Michael Jones. Thank you, Sister Linda. It is an honor once again to be a part of the podcast Symphony and Sounds. Hello everyone, I'm Michael Jones, and I want to share this time with you, helping speak life to you, your life, and mine. God has given you and me, my brothers and sisters, the gift of the breath of life. We speak life the breath of life to you. We speak life graciously for it is truly, it is truly a miracle to the glory of God. I would love to now share with you a song and it is called You Deserve the Glory for God all by himself is glory and he deserves the glory. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, I lift my hands in worship as I bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. 
in worship as I bless your holy name. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no the glory and the honor Lord I my hands in a worship as I bless your holy name you deserve the glory and the honor Lord I lift my hands in worship as I bless your holy name, you are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one like you, there is no one like you, you are great, you do miracles so great. Worship as I bless your holy name. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You're my provider, my peacemaker. The Lord that heals, the Lord my miracle, you're the Jehovah Jireh, the judge and creator, the most high God, Lord master, the everlasting God. Oh, the God of eternity, oh, the Lord that heals, the Lord that, the Lord that makes a way out of no way, ah, oh, yeah, my God, you deserve the glory, the glory, the glory. deserve the 
glory and the honor Lord I lift my hands in worship as I bless your holy name you deserve the I thank you. My God, my God, your God, may God give you tremendous, tremendous blessings for your life. Till we meet again, may God be your guide and send blessings to you. Thank you so much, Michael, for your ministry. Now, we will begin excerpts from the audiobook, When Faith Has Been Exhausted. This first segment sort of gives you an idea of the relationship that is budding between the two main characters, Donovan and Tina. Tonight is a special occasion so he wants to look nice. Donovan dabs some cologne on his neck. It's time to go over to Tina's. Somehow, it feels like he is going on a date with this woman again. It can't be a date, though, because they are not going anywhere. When he knocks on Tina's door, she just tells him to come in. He goes into the kitchen to see what she is doing. Do you need any help with anything, he asks, in between bites of the delicious French dip? No, everything is ready. You are wearing my favorite colors. You look nice, Tina says over her shoulder as she begins to set the table. So do you, Donovan adds as he watches her walk back into the kitchen. She does fill out a skirt. She has the best legs that he has seen in a long time. I thought you were going to help me do the table, Tina laughs, because she knows what he has been looking at the entire time. Oh, yeah. He grabs the last of the food and heads out to the dining room. They began to eat their dinner. Once again, he is enjoying the meal. How did you cook this fish? It is terrific. I can't tell you. Why? If I did, then you may find someone else to cook it for you. I don't think so. You never know. A girl has to have some leverage in a relationship. I will finish that conversation after I finish this food. They finally get done with their dinner. Again, Donovan is stuffed beyond capacity. They finish clearing the kitchen very quickly. I have to ask, did your soon-to-be ex-husband not eat when he was at home? He ate out a lot. It seemed like he was always out with his co-workers. That is crazy because... 
you have cooked two of the best dinners for me that I have had in a long time. I told you that having a woman like me on your side can take you a long way, Tina reminds him. You are right about that. How are you doing, Donovan? Great. I finally have my court date. It is June 14th. Finally. I can't believe it. Are you happy? I am ecstatic. I have some champagne. We can open it up. That will work. I have another question for you. What would that be? What are you going to do about your car? I will probably wait until I start working before I put it in the shop. I need to save the money for as long as I can. That makes sense. Are you excited about your new job? Yeah, I hope that I will get it. You will get it. Have you thought about getting your master's degree? I am planning on going back to school one day. How are you doing with our friendship thing? Okay. I was just checking to make sure you are good. I am good. I can't think about that part of my life until I get the financial part to line up. Your first break on the road to financial success occurred today. Yeah, it did. I am wondering if you are attracted to women still. Yes, I'm attracted to you. Good. I wanted to make sure. I am waiting for financial stability. I am good with how things are progressing for us. That is fascinating to me. After living with Alec, I thought that every man needed sex to survive. You have changed my thinking. That is pretty amazing. Just wait till I get things straightened out. If you thought I was a nice guy before, you haven't seen anything yet. Are you saying that this is a preview? More is shared as their relationship intensifies. I have to ask you this question. What in the world made you think that Alec would change? I figured he was like other men. Do you remember the first time that you held your oldest son? Oh, yeah. It was one of the greatest days of my life. I remember holding my son for the first time. He was so little. I could almost hold him in one arm. You have this little child that is dependent upon you for everything. I knew that I would be a different man forever. That is what I thought would happen when Alec would see the baby. I figured that he could not be mad at a little bundle of joy. Alec was not happy when he found out that I was pregnant, but I figured his heart would melt when the baby came. What happened? I lost the baby. Oh, I am sorry. Was it due to stress? Yeah, I know that it was. 
Was he upset about you losing the baby? Are you kidding? He was relieved about it. I would have thought he would be upset. You would think so. Alec just didn't want any children. I should have realized that before I married him. Yeah, sometimes we see what we want to see. I would try to make dinner for him, but I could not stand up for a long time without getting weak. He would be so angry at me when he got home. Some of the names he used to call me were horrible. It's not hard to see why you lost the baby. Yeah, even after all of that stuff, I thought we could work it out. It was not until I lost the baby that I knew he was a monster. What did he do? I will never forget that day as long as I live. I was at home resting when I happened to look down towards my feet. There was this dark red blood dripping down my leg. I called my neighbor who lived next door. She took me to the hospital. Where was Alec? He was at work. Tears were flowing from Tina's eyes. I tried to call him. He didn't answer the phone as usual. By the time they got me to the hospital, it was already too late. I had a miscarriage. I was lying in the hospital bed for hours before he bothered to come and see me. He did not have any sympathy for me at all. It looked like he was smiling when he found out the baby had died. No way. I can't believe that he would be smiling about that. What happened after that? Even though I knew he was a monster, I couldn't leave. I had nowhere to go. No money to go anywhere with and no job to take care of myself with. I had to stay with him. I just existed for a long time. I guess I had nothing better to do with myself. Did you think about going back home? Not really. My mom had been against me marrying him from the beginning. I didn't want to hear, I told you so, all day long. I just pretended that everything was fine. Nobody knew how unhappy I was because I did not say anything. That is messed up. I guess money does not solve all of your problems. As I shared in the interview with Mr. Watkins that this book is about choices. And we will see now the scripture in James 1, 2, and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Listen in. Chapter 23, 
Vacation Sunday, July 18th Hello, Alex says, as he is half asleep when he answers the phone. Hello, Alec. I have some good news for you, Vince says. Good. What do you have for me? Everything is in place. I was able to get the system installed successfully, and the cameras are functional. That is excellent news. When will I be able to see what's going on? Me and my associate should be able to meet with you on Tuesday evening. Does that work for you? That will be fine. I will have the travel arrangements made by this afternoon. By the way, it appears that Tina went out of town for a few days with a neighbor, Vince adds. There is silence for a few minutes. Hello, Alec? I'm here. Did you say something about going out of town with someone? Yeah, your friend and a black gentleman that lives across the street went on a trip this morning. I will talk to you later. Alec hangs up the phone. Whatever, Vince adds. Alec is very unhappy about the news he received from Vince. He can't believe that she is out enjoying herself with his money. What in the world is wrong with her? She has gone too far this time. How could Tina think that she would be able to get away with this? She also had the nerve to take a man with her? The beating that was brought up by her lawyer was a one-time thing. He was being persecuted because he lost his temper once. Tina made everyone in that courtroom believe that he was a monster. Soon, Alec will be able to see what she is doing with all her free time. He will be able to find out who this new friend of hers is. Alec will monitor her activities to see how she is behaving. He will be able to see and hear everything that she is doing with that low life. She will soon feel his wrath. Meanwhile, on the coast of Florida, the light from the morning sun shines brightly through Donovan's hotel window. He has a big smile on his face as he lies in bed. He is having a great time so far and wishes that he didn't have to go back. He walks over to his window and looks out at the beach. He cannot believe how peaceful it is here. Donovan watches the waves crash against the rocks for a few minutes. The birds are flying majestically in the sky. This kind of life he could get used to very quickly. He is thankful for this little glimpse of a life of relaxation. He sees that his phone light is blinking. It is Tina calling to see if he is awake. Good morning, hon, Tina says in an animated voice. Good morning, babe. You must have been as tired as I was. Yes, I was, Tina says. This bed is comfortable. I just got up a few minutes ago. I did too. We didn't go to bed until 3 a.m. this morning. 
I figured we both needed the rest. True. I had a good time last night. So did I. Did you like the show? It was cool. What do you want to do today? I don't know. We could do the boat ride, take a tour of Universal Studios, or visit some historical sites. It's a beautiful day. Do you want to take the boat ride today? And tomorrow, we could do Epcot Center. That sounds like a plan to me. Tina lies back down. That was nice of Detective Jamerson to call her back. He seems like a nice man. She looked at her phone. It was only 12.30, so Tina decided to take a nap. She lies back down in her bed and gets comfortable. It seems like the moment she goes to sleep, her phone rings again. She checks the caller ID and it's Lisa calling. Hello? There's total silence on the other end. Tina is sitting up now. Hello, Tina says again. Hello, witch. It is the worst voice Tina has ever heard in her life, and her mouth goes completely dry. What's the matter, Tina? You don't have anything to say suddenly? Since you like to talk so much, maybe you can talk to me for a little while. It seems that we have a little problem, Tina. I understand that you are having a hard time keeping your mouth shut. It looks like I may have to help you keep that pretty little mouth of yours quiet. Who is this? What do you want? I thought you would have gotten the message by now. But I see that I will have to show you that I'm not playing around. What message? What are you talking about? Tina babbles. I'm going to rip your heart out and cut it up in little pieces. I will make you suffer little by little. Then I'm going to watch you die. Do you know how a body looks when the blood is drained slowly? She wants to hang up the phone, but she can't. Then, I'm going to take care of that black friend of yours as well. He will suffer slowly, just like you will. You are going to be begging for your life. Soon, I will have my time with you. No one will be there to help you. What do you want? You know what you have to do. You don't scare me. Tina is scared to death. She is trying to be strong. Unless you do the right thing, you are going to die very soon. That boy is not going to save you. You are bluffing, Tina adds. You will see who's bluffing. By the way, I need to tell you something. What do you want? 
Tina is screaming hysterically. I just wanted to tell you that it looks like you have gained a few pounds. That white blouse you are wearing used to fit a whole lot better. And those jeans are not fitting as snugly as before. You should wear something that fits a little better when I choke the life out of you. Have a good day. She slams the phone down. Tina is crying uncontrollably. Somehow, she must get a hold of Donovan. She has to keep her composure, though, so she can make this phone call. She is having a hard time dialing the number because the phone is slipping out of her hands. How in the world did he know what she was wearing? Faced with trials of many kinds? Ah, yeah. Donovan Williams in our story. And his best friend and budding love of his life will be tested beyond measure. But you've got to get that audiobook or print book to see how it ends. Don't lose hope, cuz. He's depending on Jesus. And just in case you want to know, who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? This crucified, risen Savior who emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. I ask you, who is he? He is creator, Lord, our resplendent king, and the unassailable designer of all life with all its grandeur and opulence, whose infinite power surged in a synchronized moment carving the universe, defining galaxies, and giving birth to the stars that cradled the earth. Who is this Jesus who uttered, Let there be light, as the first grain of sand shuddered as it touched the expanse of the ocean, as jasmine, plumeria, parajat, and the rose bloomed and emitted their unique scents into the atmosphere, displaying absolute beauty as silence abruptly gave honor to the lion's first roar and the beat of the tiny hummingbird's wings. Creation groaned as the miracle of man, molded in God's image, was perfected as Jesus scooped the brown clay of the earth, intertwined the rib of man, and fashioned woman. Who is this Jesus whose very blood poured out love and hope and salvation through the devastation of the crucifix? And yet he still calls me friend. Mm. In reverence, I cry, holy is the lamb who is, who was, and who is to come. Thank you, Lord, our sovereign, omniscient, trinity of spirit, flesh and rhema, mighty, divine, majestic, magnificent king, benevolent and loving father. This is why I worship, and he is who I praise. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Thank you for listening to Symphony of Sound, where we're blending God's word into the very rhythm of life. 
I pray that you have been blessed today and that you will come back again next Sunday, first Sunday in May, for the inspired, creative, poetic word. To God be the glory. And remember, you were loved into existence. Good night.